Hello, you are about to listen to another episode of Beyond Clean, a podcast where we talk about everything that is healthy, positive, and proactive. I am your host, Dave Thompson. Yes, we are in Season 4. We broadcast out of Orlando, Florida. This is where the cleaning industry talks about everything that is healthy, positive, and proactive. We would love to have you on the show, so reach out to me, D. Thompson at academyofcleaning.com or at 888-999-6059. Be sure to listen to our live streaming that we will be doing this year on Podbean. Now, for today's show, let's get started. Good afternoon, folks. This is Dave Thompson. I'm the Director of Education at the Academy of Cleaning Excellence. We are broadcasting out of the Orlando, Florida area. I'll tell you right here at the onset, we have been doing this uh, live podcast every afternoon for <clears throat> over a week now since all of this, uh, well, all of these issues started. Uh, we are sponsored and powered by Jim Supply. They are a Central Florida distributor of janitorial goods. They have been improving lives with cleaning supplies since 1930. Now, generally, I get to talk to myself most every afternoon, especially on the weekends, but I have a rare treat for you, my audience today that is listening live or either on the recording. I don't think I'm going to do most of the talking this afternoon because I've got two gentlemen on the line with me. Both of them are from Unlimited Building Maintenance uh, in Kansas City area. I'm just going to say it that way. Uh, I don't want to get into the Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City, uh, Kansas issue, you know, this afternoon. But uh, I'm going to let the two of them talk uh, to you a little bit about who they are and what they do. And then we'll get into, you know, what are building service contractors facing today with the pandemic and everything. So, uh, Mo, you're the owner. Uh, Mo Bashar, kick it off for us. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Mo Bashar with Unlimited Building Maintenance of Kansas City. I'm very glad to be here today. Greg, you want to go? Uh, yeah, yeah. Hello, everybody. This is Greg with Unlimited Building Maintenance, Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City, Kansas area. Appreciate the not trying to define Kansas, Missouri. We do live on the state line, and because I am a Chiefs fan, I got to say, also the home of the world champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, I just knew that was going to sneak into this. Greg, yeah. you brought it in early and quick yeah. there. Yeah, well, we don't mess around here in Kansas City during this pandemic issue that we got going on. Uh, UBM, an established 20-year-plus professional service provider in the Kansas City market for janitorial and facility service maintenance. I'm their facility service manager. And we are trying to help all of our customers and any other customers educate and supply information on this pandemic, the, the, the virus that we're all living with, seeing on TV, being captured at home, etc. Uh, yes, I do understand the captured at home, Greg. Uh, I, you know, we're all challenged with that issue. You said you're the facility manager. Um, kind of give us an idea, what does a facility manager, uh, well, at least in your organization, I mean, that's got to be a lot of responsibility. It's a, it's a very rewarding position with unlimited building maintenance. A facility service manager 
basically w what the title is is what it says I mean I help facility managers get a service from our service providing company like communication centers retail banks anybody out there that is in need for facility service management in their facility and our biggest role that we're trying to do currently is help our facility managers our customers if you will get them educated on what the best process is during this pandemic and that is our primary role today with our current customers and other customers that have reached out to us with the experiences that we've earned and learned over our last two months of education and actual hands-on experience so mo i know you're on the line or you're, is your phone working again with us it, it is working now it is okay so um let's give the audience a little bit of a history about unlimited building maintenance now you and i know each other for a long time but the audience doesn't know what i know so kind of give everybody a little bit of insight how did this come about and how big is unlimited building maintenance um unlimited building maintenance established 1992 uh, when i was going to uh, college and the, um, we started as just a janitorial company we come in you do the basic cleaning, picking up trash and vacuuming, cleaning the restrooms, restocking the bathrooms and leaves. Um, through the years, UBM evolved and it became um, a total building maintenance company, which is the concept of uh, doing the, uh, our core business is janitorial, but we do other um, interior asset maintenance, your carpet, your windows, your uh, floors. The idea of we becoming an extension of, of the client. Um, most of our clients are not educated buyers. What I mean by that, they, they are not specialized on the facility maintenance side. So they, they need someone like us who has the experience and someone that they trust to take care of this task for them because they've got more important things to do, which is to run their business. Uh, they're not, not, not in the cleaning business. That's why um, our idea of becoming an extension of them and we, we can be a liaison. If you wanna do anything in your building maintenance wise, we can help you. Greg Rolls is very, very critical. Um, we save our, our, our customers a lot of time. Uh, and, and also, Dave, at this time, it's very difficult and tough. And it's not easy just to break some, bring someone in to your facility that you never met before, you never dealt with. Um, uh, we have the keys to your buildings. We've been dealing with you for so many years. We know um, how your processes go for making decisions, how you get things done. And we've developed protocols, how to communicate with the clients. That's why in this critical time, uh, it's, very, it's very important for us um, to step it up a little bit and, and help because it is very stressful and it's very tough time. A lot of people are confused. Um, we've got so many confusing advices or <laughs> places you go. I mean, it, it's, just, it's just tough. That's why it's very important to have someone like us nowadays to help you out, to guide you through this. And I'm glad that we have someone like Greg who's been helping our clients. Well, I think, gentlemen, as we're talking through this, uh, let's talk about the information thing first. Um, I'm going to, you know, it's something that our president lately has made popular, fake news. Is there 
a lot of fake news that's creating more issues than it has to? Or are we making too much out of it? What are you seeing? I know what I'm seeing as far as from the academy, people are questioning us, but I'm not working with the end user client like you guys are. Well, I'm not sure, you know, news is based on, oh, I want to watch that news to learn something or hear something or have entertainment, unfortunately. What we're seeing at our level, and Mo put it very well, we're trusted by the people that we do janitorial work and that we do specialty service projects for. And the CDC and, and many of the news and, and, and stuff uh, are weak and, and contradictory, like something might be said on tonight's news that tomorrow is not, not the same. So, well, so, so give me an example, Greg. What is one of the things that you're fighting that was changing and causing an issue for you? Well, a quick example, Dave, would be like everybody's uh, thought of, oh, bleach. Oh, that's my go-to. I'll go to bleach. <laughs> no, bleach, bleach. Oh, no, that that can be a, you know, that, that's a good thing, but it can be a dangerous thing as well. I mean, uh, we can reflect back to uh, what I think was an Applebee's a while mm -hmm. back uh, was a mm -hmm. uh, person, you know, tile and grout was using an acid base to clean the tile and grout and then later on in the close-up time, they put bleach on the floor and created a chlorine gas that actually ended up hurting or I think maybe killing a person. So Actually, that was, uh, uh, there was wild a wings. Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wings where that happened. Okay. And, yeah. then, and then I think Red Robin had something similar. You know, one of the questions I got, gentlemen, since you mentioned that, uh, Greg, is I actually had a customer, and uh, we're going to have a class on April the 2nd on this subject, and I've actually got the the... Uh, literature up there on the screen for this he actually asked can I mix vinegar and bleach together wow. and and to your home remedy thing and you know one of the first things I say is folks you got to understand pH of chemicals the pH of those two are on opposite sides they neutralize each other that's the first thing the other is they can cause the gas you're talking about other than something like this Greg um, is there a, because Mo you said something about protocol yeah are you guys having to change protocols as well as chemical stuff um if you may uh, if you don't mind i can share with you guys um here one of the uh, and then i'll answer your question um the confusion came in when this thing started um we've got some clients that reduce the uh, the frequency of the surface uh service and then some of them stepped it up so there is so many contradictory information out there for example, some, some, some clients that have been advised, hey, this thing, if after 72 hours, it will die on its own. Um, you don't have to do anything. Um, if you shut down the building, you cut the service, um, nobody's coming to the building, the building unoccupied, and um, about 72 hours, it will, it, will, it will die, and then you don't have to do any cleaning. You don't have to do any, any activities. So and are they supposed to shut the air system down too? They're just told if the building is vacant and there is no human walking around in 72 hours, the, the virus will, will, will die. And okay, all right. And, and these people, um, they, they, are not, they are not chemists, they are not uh, biology people, but they, they get some information. I mean, like the CDC says, yes, um, the virus can live up to six hours on... Um, uh, let's say um, a poor surface or 
uh, up to 12 hours in a hard surface, door knobs or counter or faucet uh, handle. Now we hear something about what, up to 17 days? Yeah, it's just, I mean, and these people, they, they don't do this for a living. They, they, they count for someone to give them reliable information, but I wish there is one place that everybody can go to and get reliable information and, 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 and do a good job. So there are some protocols. Um, uh, I know some educators like you have classes that can help people to learn on how to clean properly. And uh, we've got people right now thinking about, okay, leave the building empty, don't do anything. And then um, when people return back to work, then you could do something. Just go ahead and deep clean the building. What does um, deep clean mean, guys? Uh, God yeah. knows. Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure that thing out myself. Deep, deep clean the building. Um, yeah. I don't know where you find a protocol for that. Um, yeah. We're talking about decontamination. I mean, we've, we've, got, a, we've got a problem here. We've got exactly. something that changes every single day. Um, I think the best thing to do right now, I mean, it's, it's either, either, either being, being proactive and, and trying to protect your people, protect your place, or being reactive, uh, which is uh, we wait until something happened. And well, unfortunately, go ahead. Greg, I want to ask questions since most talking about this is what people are hearing. Are you're on the front line of trying to, well, I guess debunk the that that stuff. Are people really believing this? Well, I have to reinforce what Mo just said here. That uh, you know, I have a customer relationship as a service provider to many people. So, like Mo kind of opened up here, when somebody says, "Greg, I need a deep cleaning tonight." Oh. So I've only been giving you a half a cleaning the rest of the year. You know, so <laughs> I, you know, like, no, no, that's that's not. You know, we, you want me to clean your car, do your carpets two times instead of one time. You know, so yeah, it, it goes to the communication thing, Dave. I mean, out there on the front line, our best thing so is have, communication. So, communication. so have we? So have we as an industry not communicated? Uh, fully all of the protocols for all of the terms of what we do I mean because we use these terms and spin so why are they saying deep cleaning and we haven't already articulated that I find that a lot of the people that are in position of facility management they've taken it as a in the past and this is going to change thank goodness it's going to change oh, yes. janitorial is defined as a minutia thing it's one of those things that I'm in charge of we've got a customer that say she's in charge of HR, but she gets delegated the janitorial. And that was like, oh, janitorial, those people. Because it's an afterthought. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I want janitorial so that my building looks clean. No, guys, it has to be disinfected or decontaminated. It has to be healthy. Who, who cares about clean? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we, we, we want to... And it's the education process again. So that's that's what we're trying to be proactive on. It's like we're putting ourselves, since we are facility service management and janitorial and special projects, we're helping our, our point of contact ask the right questions as we best know it in our best process during this pandemic. Does that make okay, sense? Okay, so, so being proactive. You know, you know what, uh, what, Dave? What would be a proactive thing? Okay, so Dave, I think uh, right now, I, I feel good about the industry 
because people now seeking knowledge they're researching they're looking for answers um people not being lazy like in the past people are not challenged now our our clients are more knowledgeable they're, they're researching they're finding answers now us as service providers also we're upping our game we were expanding our knowledge line uh workers are, are, are knowledgeable now they know how to protect themselves and we've been sharing with them that uh, you are very valuable and very important you need to protect yourself now they taking it serious you know what i'm saying yeah i think that we here at the academy we're getting a lot of questions that we weren't getting we put a live chat on our website a couple months ago and i mean it's just going ringing on off the hook i mean you know so yes People are asking more questions. Greg, he, he, Mo mentioned something about the workers. Are you in charge of them as well? Yeah, I mean, uh, we have a hands-on approach and a great relationship with our workers, and our, our, our focus right now is to try to get them to continue their income opportunity to maintain their lifestyles. And we have to share that, like when people are saying, oh, people are working from home right now, so we don't really need the frequency of the clean. Well, okay, but your budget still, you're working from home, your business is running, your budget was there, why can't we continue to maintain and maybe keep your building cleaned and sanitized and decontaminated so when the all clear, let's come back to work thing comes in, you're not stuck in a long line of people waiting for the service that they're ultimately going to need. And the- well, that's what I was thinking, Greg, is because, you know, if if facilities aren't being proactive now getting ready whenever the all clear is open as you just said there's going to be a mass run yes we we talked about it kind of as a storm issue uh analogy mo and i share is like we're in a hurricane process where all the bad winds have come through and okay <laughs> this is what we've done we're going home or shelter we're, but but now we're in the eye of the storm where okay it's calm and what are we going to do we know that the second part of the storm is going to come through here and that's the let's get back to work how quick can you do how and, and what we tell people is that we're positioned with product which is a major issue worldwide China took the majority of the product and equipment and kind of left our continent doing the best we can do. We, we share with them that we're prepared, but let's let's schedule it now. Let's decontaminate, decontaminate disinfect, sanitize, and make it ready today so when you come back to work. And also, David, I look at it um, from another point of view that we've got some clients uh, canceled or suspended, not canceled, suspended services, and we have workers that have no work to do. Matter of fact, matter of fact some of them uh, have joined our uh, specialty services, the uh, infection, infection control teams, and they've been attending uh, training and classes, um, and, and they will help us out when these things come back. They'll they, be very knowledgeable, and they know how to deal with it. Well, and I think what your gentlemen are saying is true because I know here at the Academy, we have been selling courses online. So that means people are working at home and you're not talking about in our field that that is the workers that you just mentioned, guys, that need education. 
but we also have a class this coming week that is a live remote class on infection prevention. And, you know, we haven't been able to sell too many of those, but this week we've sold more than we've sold in the last year. And so that tells you that people are wanting to get the information in the classes, like you're saying. Whenever you're talking about those frontline workers, I call them first responders. Do you guys get that or is that too strong? No, they are. They're, they're the first responders because when, when, when the things happen, I mean, everybody's trying to stay away and not to deal with it and just push it to someone else. And, and what so, I'm so happy about it, Dave, is that our people right now, the, 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 the janitorial service people, um, the workers, they, they come and ask, hey, um, I'd like to learn. I'd like to learn more. Um, what 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 places I can go? I mean, I I I we have some materials I share with them. Um, unfortunately, we don't have a lot of in Spanish, but you have classes that people can go to, and the cleaners themselves they're willing they're willing um, to, to to purchase some of them. But we 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 provide free education for them, but some of them they want to take it to the next level. So to that point, uh, I don't know if you know this while we're, you know, we're live and things are changing very quickly. You may not know this, Mo, but the Academy just released a whole suite of frontline courses for, um, for the frontline technicians. And uh, some of them are free, some of them are pay, but they're also in Spanish. And the first thing that we did right is we wrote a protocol for decontaminating uh, for the frontline worker to keep them safe because I don't know if you know this or not, but the first known custodian died two days ago mm. from COVID-19. Um, he was, sad. A, he was a 13 year veteran of the New York police department. And um, uh, yeah, so I mean, you, I knew it was going to happen. There was going to be somebody, you know, we're not immune to this. So I think to my point, gentlemen, is, you know, we have a free course there on, on that. We've put that out. A lot of people are going there. Uh, it's free. You, you gentlemen should get that. And, and hopefully that'll give you some information. And I would also ask you from your viewpoint, as you look at that, if you can help us with any thoughts or, or anything that you would like to add to it, you know, because we're all in this together, as you hear, um, we've never been exactly where we're at today. So, you know, I'm getting information just like you do from the EPA, the CDC, who, uh, the FDA, all of these trying to put together our best protocol. But I, I think you're right, Greg, when you said nobody has exactly the right thing. And that's a problem with our cleaning industry. You can't get it from just one place. No, you can't, Dave. And I commend your due diligence in this process because I will go back that at this time and going forward, the cleaning industry is going to be looked at more respected and more needed, more wanted, more welcomed. The special processes that we've gone in and decontaminated like retail banks, communication centers and stuff, when we're arriving or when we're talking to their CEOs that, you know, usually know who we are and respect our participation, they welcome us in to help them maintain the health of their facility. 
And that's, so, Greg, that's when you when you walk in, are you actually walking in with a written protocol of how you're going to go in and decontaminate that, or have you uh, been proactive enough to get that yet? I don't think protocol can be defined at this time, but we do have the continued scope of, of, of service that we do, like the high-volume touch points from, like, two foot to six foot to do the process in our janitorial and our specialty service uh, decontamination process, if you will. Okay, so whenever you get that free course, please take a look at that. And, and if you can, uh, give me some of your thoughts on it. Because like I said, we are all in this together. And your frontline workers, I know that you have a number. How many mode do you have there now? No, I didn't hear the last question. I broke up. How, how, how many workers do you have now, Mo, your frontline technicians? I have 12 specialty persons in the special service team, and we have a total of 46 uh, employ uh, workers on the janitorial yeah. side. You know, I think one of the interesting things, as people have uh, listened to us over the years, you and I have talked more than once, your retention of employees has been really good. Uh, the average employee, about six years. Client, uh, eight years. Now, see, the thing about it is, is interesting, folks, as you're listening to this here on Podbean Live this afternoon, is these gentlemen know the answers right off. That they're, if, you, if you've heard them talk this afternoon in the last half hour, they're not just wishy-washy about this. They know exactly what the challenge is. They know what this is. And like Mo just said, his, his frontline workers that are actually providing services they're fully educated, they're knowledgeable, um, they have certifications. They've been with UBM for a, a period of time. It's not a, a facility maintenance organization where the worker has been there for like a couple of months and now you've got to turn the keys over to them. I think this is one of the things you guys mentioned and I think the value of cleaning organizations today. Absolutely, I mean, within UBM, we do our training sometimes in the field. Uh, we get together periodically and make sure that the subject matter for the specific spot, our people are educated to the best of our ability, giving what we're hearing and what we've learned firsthand. And you know what, Dave? After um, this uh, this experience, I think I think people will view cleaning differently um, especially the janitorials I mean service the technicians people will look at us differently because now they're staying home they want to come back to work and they're gonna have faith that in us that we're gonna de de decontaminate their buildings and have it safer we're gonna play a bigger role and I'm, I'm very excited now people can see the value of what we do honestly it was difficult in the past, try to explain to people the value of clean and all that kind of stuff. And some people are not buying it. But now everyone, Dave, in the entire world knows cleaning is the first line of defense. You got to wash your hands. You got to clean the place. It became very important. You know, I heard some, I was talking with uh, Joel Craddock. Uh, he has a facility service maintenance in, um, in New York. Uh, we were talking with him on uh, Friday and, you know, he was talking about he's actually seen some people that are going out there and 
you know, just like everybody, what what he would call profiteering off of yeah. this. Yeah. And I and I think that's the other side that you're going to see. It's the ugly side. Uh, I don't think there's a there's always an underbelly to all industries. Do you see that yet in the KC area, or is that yet to come? Dave, I'd like to field that question, if I may, and that's what Mo and I have been working on to make sure that our customers don't get price gouged, as we've said, and that's why our relationship with our customers, we're going in there and sharing with them the questions that they need to have answered, like, is this a triple zero SDS product? Is it uh, food safe? Is it, oh, you've got 55... 100 gallons of it in stock for when it's needed. We've got the material, we've got the equipment, we've got the education. We're telling them, let's be proactive, let's be preventative, but if you get an outbreak, we'll try to respond to you in the next 24 hours. And, and also David and Greg, I don't mind for people to enter and, 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 and create an income and business for themselves, as long as you find somewhere you can get the knowledge, um, get the certification, and know what you're doing. We are not denying anybody from entering. Anybody can enter this business as long as you do you do the business with integrity, and and you have the training, and you have the methodology, you have the proper equipments and the techniques to do the job. So this would be a good chance for people that want to start their own businesses, go and seek knowledge. You know. And then you can start your business. The, the whole world would be better because it's going to be a shortage on companies that can get the job done in a short period of time. So they, we need some help. And I don't mind new entry. People coming in, I don't, I don't mind as long as they have the proper uh, knowledge. Competition is always good. But what I think you're saying, Mo, is proper competition that is yes. in the same at the same level. They may not have the same time and experience, but this is how you started, right? Right, right. So do you do you see that we're, you know, uh, uh, let me ask another question first. Employees are off work. Your your uh, labor force are you seeing frequencies go up, down? Uh, are you losing people? Where are you at? Uh, this is a great thing. I was laughing last week. We had uh, a 80 years old, I mean, a customer being with us for about 80 years, asked to decrease the service to like once a week or twice a week. And at the same time, we had another one ask us, matter of fact, to increase. So it's a balance out. But that's a great thing. Well, Greg, sounds like you're on the hot seat on that one. Well, it's, it's, it's unique because I have to go back in time before the pandemic. Everybody, when they do their budgets every year, if you will, they say, oh, where can we cut costs because sales are down and expenses up. They always pick up, I almost say always, but they seem to come to the janitorial and say, you need to lower your costs by X amount or we're going to have to shop you. And I'll say to them specifically, we don't want, mind you shopping us, but remember what you got. Our cost is, is fair. Our chemical, our equipment is above and beyond. We don't have turnover. We're constantly educating and learning and communicating to you our services so that you have peace of mind. And that should keep us in the game, you know? 
and and our customers appreciate that. Believe believe me, Dave. They trust us. Trust and communication. You know, I think the thing about it is, gentlemen. Uh, you know, on the back of my business card, it says I am a janitor and I save lives. And for years after I trademarked that and started putting it out there, I got some. You know, I used to get some smirks and some of those sideward glances, like right, yeah, really. Today, that statement has so much more value, and I think what you're saying, gentlemen, is exactly right. The value of our industry is going to go up, at least, at least on the short term. It's up to us, I believe, to hear, to, to hear the call and start talking a different language. Now, I may be a little strong in that, but I believe we're the ones that's going to keep this going after this pandemic has uh, has come and gone as it will it always does but you know i heard something uh, this morning that said that while this may come and go this year they anticipate that it will probably come back next year we will we be, be ready? ready there you go yeah yep I, I think we're all in a learning curve right now but I, you know, I think the thing is, as we put our program together for next Thursday, please, folks, if you're listening to this in a recorded uh, version today, because nobody's come on uh, live with us this afternoon. Thank you, gentlemen, for doing this with me. But, you know, the thing here is, is remember, infection prevention is not just COVID-19. No. Infection prevention is norovirus, MRSA, SARS, the what we say the common flu influenza that kills many more than this COVID-19 has so far uh, it does it over a long longer period of time not as dramatically but we're talking you know the influenza kills 2,000 a week during the season and we haven't even well we just topped 2,000 in the U.S. Uh, now my point is this gentlemen I think that infection prevention is going to start taking over more and we're going to see people start doing less on polishing their floor to make it shiny. You're absolutely right, Dave. Yes. Something that Mo put out to the team and uh, I don't know, I'll take it or Mo, if you want to do, not a closing thought for this thing here, but Mo put it out there so eloquently to me as my mentor, my coach, he put out there to me, he says, Greg, one well-trained, well-equipped, conscientious, certified hygiene specialist or quality service provider like we give our customers out there, given the proper tools and adequate amount of time to clean a room will prevent more infections than a room full of doctors can cure. That's Daryl. That's, uh, that's the guru of the disinfection. So, <laughs> Yeah. That's the home run. That's the holy grail. G gentlemen, I've worked with Daryl Hicks for a lot of years. And in 2006, uh, him and I were working together and we both coined a couple of phrases. And uh, uh, you paraphrased some of what Daryl has said. It is so true. Uh, Daryl and I did a presentation when this first even started back in February. Um, it's on our website. Everybody can go and get it. It's COVID-19 information. And, and he continues to say the same thing. And Greg, you're absolutely right. This is the thing is, is I, you know, I, I'm on LinkedIn all the time. And unfortunately, folks uh, know me as I'm going to ding somebody if I see something that I feel is inappropriate. <laughs> and, you know, 
you know, during this time, somebody was showing that they're polishing a floor with a machine and everything. I said, why are you showing that you're polishing floors and, you're, and you want to know what floor finish that is? We shouldn't be talking about polishing floors and floor finish right now. Right. So, you know, my, my point is to, to what you said uh, on it, Mo, is if we're deep cleaning, that should be infection prevention decontaminating even yes. if you haven't had something because we weren't yes. able to do our job right before or right. am I off on a tangent? I'm, 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 I'm telling you, people will look at cleaning differently and um, it's, it's a good opportunity for us to take it from here and just build on it. Now people can listen to what we say, at least they can give us a chance to listen to what we're saying. Um, in the past, when you talk about uh, cross-contamination, decontamination, disinfection, people would be like, ah, I'm really not interested in hearing this. But today, people are listening. And I'm telling you, this, this will change the cleaning industry forever. Do you think if we go through another three weeks of what some are saying, lockdown, that you can stay alive? It'll be a, it'll be a, a devastating. I mean, for everyone. I mean, it's it's the, people need to get back to their li regular life activities. You know, um, people need to go to work and provide for their families. This is just going to be a disaster. Uh, the longer people stay, this is just like a dominoes effect, man. I mean, it's we, we got to put an end to it. And I think. I think by doing the proper cleaning right now, I, I think that could be, that can help on the speed of the process. So what I'm hearing you gentlemen say is while we're shut down from going to work in most businesses, the cleaning industry needs to actually be going to work and decontaminating the buildings properly, not deep cleaning, but decontaminating are your words now to be ready for because when we go back you can't handle everything that's going to come your way you want greg you want to handle that at this point we have assured our customers if they put a process in place where they allow us into their facilities right now to do the decontamination disinfection process and make it ready let's do it now and then we can handle it if they want to wait till the last minute, then, you know, we will do everything in our power. But our workforce, as Mo shared earlier, we're cross-training. We're, we're taking our, our, our Class C service providers, giving them the knowledge to work with our specialty service team. So when this process or this request comes out, we will be ready. We have product, we have equipment, we have experience, and we have a relationship. Yeah, and Dave, um, what I've been, I've been writing some blogs and share with the well, with existing customers and prospects that waiting till the last minute is going to have a damn impact. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to lead to a disaster because um, you wait till the last minute. There's going to be a shortage on people that who can do this uh, disinfection properly. Then we end up having people coming in that lacking training, lacking proper equipments and chemistry, and that's my, that might, might do more harm than good. But if people plan it right now, um, we, can, we can staff it, we can stage it, and it's going to be economical. It's not going to be an emergency contingency basis, you know? 
So reacting right now, clean, disinfect, maintain it, it will go a long way. Well, gentlemen, unless you have some parting words, I think we've pretty much summed this up for right now. No firm parting words. Uh, do appreciate the opportunity to uh, share our experiences. Um, again, reinforcing that our industry is definitely a necessity, and I want our, uh, any person that goes out there and sources janitorial special service provisions Think about what would have happened on how many levels if they hadn't worked with us or other companies out there because I, we have had very few, if any, confirmations in our facilities of the virus confirmed on location. Yeah. <clears throat> David, I think yes, um, there's a lot of pressure and stress on you, man. You need to put the information out there, your classes, your courses. I think it's going to be a big shortage on people that who can do this job properly but if if you put your programs out there make it i mean post it in so many different places so i know there is so many sincere genuine people out there looking to get knowledge because it's going to be a shortage and and and, and they they will fall in someone like you to educate them so if i were you i speed up the price speed up the process uh put as much out there as you can and and have people that they know hey if you want the proper knowledge I have it here for you. So uh, just, just put it everywhere. Well, gentlemen, I have been working about 10 to 14 hours a day, just depending on uh, the day and what's going on. Uh, yes, you are right. I do feel the pressure because quite honestly, people are coming to us for the uh, information uh, every day. I'm trying to answer the questions as fast as I can, plus get the new material written and put together. The class that we are doing on the 2nd, which is April 2nd from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Time, will be a live remote session. Uh, as you've heard, people are starting to use Zoom. I've been using Zoom for three years, so we're well versed in how to work with it. We do encourage everybody to get onto that class. Uh, yeah, it's $150, but I think it'll be some of the best money you've ever spent. And, and Mo, we are working very diligently to put in as much information uh, as we can and to educate people. And I think you're right. There's some people that are new to the industry. This industry is new and growing all the time. Right. Uh, and, and so those people that are coming in that may be listening to this for the first time, they need to come up to speed. I think you are, gentlemen, correct. We are going to have a lot of calls for different services that we haven't going on in the future. I think um, the other folks I've talked to certifications are going to become more of an issue. Uh, I, I think it was interesting how one guy uh, was say, stating this week, he said, you know, it's interesting how a hairdresser, a barber has to have a license and a certification or a cut <laughs> hair, but yet here we are protecting lives and anybody can do it with a gallon of bleach. That's an yeah. analogy. That's an amazing analogy, Dave. Because yeah. I had the opportunity to get my hair cut before the barbers in this area shut down a week ago this last Saturday, and they said just like what you said, we're turning our chairs, we're practicing six foot separation, we're doing it by appointment, but other people are out there that can go 
to a Home Depot if there's anything left on the shelf and get a chlorine tablet and put it in some water and ask the guy who's checking them out, will this clean and sanitize the building? And the guy checking them out said, yeah, 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 clean sanitize. And then they go out there and start spraying that stuff around. So, yeah, regulation, education, and process. It's so, Mo, to your point, I do believe, gentlemen, that, that the certifications that the Academy puts out, um, you know, I am an ISSA certif certification trainer. I have to go through my due diligence to have my certification to do what I do. We're validating uh, the information that we have. We're putting the protocol together. We've gotten so much play on that that we just this morning um, put up. We're going to be repeating that class on the 22nd of April. So we're right. having those two. We have a whole suite of classes on COVID-19, decontamination of schools, Great. decontamination yeah. of school buses. We have a course on how to keep your frontline technicians safe. And all of those are both in English and Spanish. So uh, Wonderful. gentlemen, Wonderful. Wonderful. Go, to the, go, go there, help us out, use some of that information, help keep those frontline workers safe. I appreciate all of your time this afternoon on a Sunday. Thank you so much, Dave, for inviting us, and yes. uh, it was a very good session, and I hope uh, other people can uh, continue the discussion about the importance of cleaning. Okay. I have a feeling I want to come back to you guys a little bit later, you know, maybe uh, uh, here in about three or four weeks, and we might do an update to this, if you don't mind. Let's do that. That'd be wonderful, Dave. We're definitely going to look at the uh, information you're putting out there, and we'll help you critique and give you our best information to help you support the world that needs our input at this time. Folks, you've been listening to another episode of Beyond Clean with Ace. We are sponsored here in Central Florida by Jim Supply. They are a distributor of janitorial goods. Overwhelmed, I might say, just like every other distributor right now. They've been improving lives with cleaning supplies since 1930, and we are very honored to be their education arm. And hopefully the information you've heard this afternoon and the information that you'll be able to get from our classes will be worth every ounce of your time. If you're new to the industry and you're listening to this for the first time, we implore you. We have got even cleaning 101 classes just to get you started. They are not like the other classes you get everywhere else. Please, folks, get your professional development from a trusted resource, as a gentleman said this afternoon. We have three words that we use on this show every time we have an episode. You heard them even with these two gentlemen this afternoon. Whatever you do before we see you again, make sure that whatever you do is healthy, positive, and proactive. We'll hear from, you'll hear from us again tomorrow afternoon at 1 p.m. on a Monday afternoon. Have a good rest of the weekend, folks. Thank you.